The tangibles are never going to be what sets you apart. But the way in which you specifically use the tangibles in your own unique way is what will. Because there are no other coaches out there that use the modalities, the tangibles you do exactly the way that you do, you will. And that right there, that's your magic. Welcome to the Woke and Worthy Podcast. I'm your host, Jess Kwasny, intuitive business coach and spiritual junkie. Woke and Worthy is an experience to help you remember who the fuck you are before who you were taught to be. Each week, we are diving into all things mindset, business, money, and manifestation. From the meltdowns to the mountaintops, we don't spare any details on the roller coaster ride of being an entrepreneur. My goal is to help you navigate the seasons of life and business. It's time to awaken your soul to the gifts within you so you can reclaim what is already yours. Here, we are unapologetically relentless in our pursuit to build badass businesses and even better lives. If you're ready for your weekly dose of the woo and the wealth, let's dive in. And welcome back to another week of the Woke and Worthy podcast. Super excited today, like I talked about last week, we are diving into all things content over the next few weeks and really how to start allow start allowing your content to do a lot of the heavy lifting for you, meaning attracting your ideal clients to you having people show up in your DMs needing to work with you because yes, it is possible. So today, what we are going over are my three secrets to selling out. Yes, you heard that right. These are the same principles that I use in my content with my client's content that makes really, really radical shifts in clients coming to them, the amount of the cash that they're making, very, very quickly as well too. So this isn't something that has to take a really long time to take off. And it's once you can dial in on these things that it almost becomes like muscle memory and your content starts to be really, really easy as well as who you're writing it for and how to write it. So very first secret to selling out is the importance of talking in your ideal client's language, okay? So a couple of mistakes that I see made here is, and I think we're getting inundated with this message as well too, and it just makes me want to bang my head on the wall when I hear coaches say, just show up and post intuitively, just say whatever's on your heart to say. And while I am not saying not to lean into your intuition, not to lean into those intuitive nudges, those downloads, those ideas that you get, because to be completely honest, the majority of my posts come that way for me, but it is then your job gets to be your job to switch and adapt that message in a way that your ideal client can understand it. Okay. Because if we write post posts in the way that we say things, 
all you're going to do is you're going to attract yourself friends, not ideal clients, meaning that people who have already been through the journey have already done the work that you are targeting your programs around or you're marketing your programs around. So like I said, it's great if you want to attract friends, but not so much if you want to attract ideal clients. And I know that we are all about going all in on our businesses. So making sure that we are writing in our ideal client's language. The other thing when we show up and we are writing intuitively or even just writing content in general, we always, and I used to do this, I used to do this a lot before, but we try to make our posts seem as pretty as possible as possible and fluent and using these really, really big words and trying to make us sound as elegant and as professional as possible. Okay, the thing with this is that confusion doesn't equal cash. So if the person reading your post has to even for a second stop and consider what it is that you're trying to say to them, you've already lost them as a client. And one of the rules, rules of content and copywriting is to talk at a grade four or five reading level. So just think about that for a moment. If you are somebody who has children that at that age, this is amazing for you because you literally, I want you to think when you are writing content, how would my son or my daughter be able to understand this? So get rid of the Webster's English Dictionary and trying to put words in there that people can't pronounce, or they don't know what they mean, and just stick to the basics. Make it as simple as possible. Again, confusion doesn't equal cash. So, some ways that you can speak to your ideal client. I have a couple of examples here, but if you are in the fitness industry, when you're thinking about this, and I see this this quite often, did this for myself as well too, like, is your per is your person your ideal client saying like do they do they want to love the skin that they're in are they actually saying i just want to feel confident in my skin or is what they're really wanting is to lose that last 10 to 15 pounds to be at their ideal body weight right is that like if they are somebody who is focused on i just need to lose this last 10 pounds i just need to lose this t- last 10 pounds do you really think they give two shits if, about loving the skin that they're in Nah, that'd probably be a good benefit. But if that's what you're focusing on, when all your ideal client can think about is stepping on that scale and not seeing that she's not at 150, 140, whatever that may be, and she's just, her body weight is stagnant and she can't get past this last plateau, she's not going to care about loving the skin she's in when she's so focused on that number, okay? Are they saying that they want to be in the best shape of their lives or they want to improve their performance or energy? Or are they saying, I just don't want to feel self-conscious in or out of my clothes ever again? Are they the person who buys clothes, clothes, <laughs> who buys clothes that are too big or too baggy for them? They never buy anything that's tight fitting because they can't help but every time when they walk past a mirror, have something negative or critical, over critical, and criti- criticize themselves every single time. So if you're talking to them about wanting to be in the best shape of their lives, they're just like, I just don't want to feel self-conscious. I just don't want to hate my body. Okay. 
Or are they somebody who never wants to worry about the number on the scale again? Are they sick and tired of stepping on it? They just want to have freedom from the scale. Can you see those differences there? And this is where market research can be really, really great. And even putting up polls on your stories or putting up the quiz bu- quiz function as well too and asking them like, hey, what would you say your number one priority for your health and fitness is right now? And putting some of these things in. And that's a great way for you to start to see what type of language you can start working into your content. Okay. Now, if you are a mindset coach, when you speak to your audience about the power of their mind and law of attraction and the power of positive thinking and positive vibes and all this kind of stuff, do they actually know what mindset work really is? Or are they really someone who's just tired of not feeling worthy? Are they tired of giving up on themselves? Are they tired of seeing everybody else go after their dreams but can't understand why they can't take the steps to take it? The key with our ideal client's language is giving them what they think they need, but when they come into the program, that's where you get to actually give them what you know will give them that transformation. Okay, and so with spiritual coaches, when we talk about, lots of us talk about our higher self, inner child healing, doing shadow work, and this type of thing. And thinking about it, is your client actually evolved enough to know what that is? Or are they more familiar with their limiting beliefs? Are they more familiar with the fear of failure, the fear of rejection, the fear of judgment, the fear of abandonment? Do they feel like they self-sabotage themselves and where they want to go in their lives? Same thing with this. Are they actually aware of what generational trauma is or survival patterns? Or are they more familiar with the fact that They end up dating the same shitty person over and over again. They feel like they always attract the same group of friends that doesn't respect them, talks about everybody behind their backs, and it's really not their tribe of women that they're trying to find. Do they feel like they are calling in the same people over and over again? And instead of thinking about, okay, what what is what is going on that I'm calling this in versus thinking like, what's wrong with me? What am I doing wrong? Okay. And actually a primary example for this was with one of my beautiful clients, Kelsey from Mystical and Fabulous. She has these incredible sparkle sessions that are geared towards women who are coming out of toxic relationships. And what we did and identified for her in our very, very first call, very first call, is that they recognize it was a toxic relationship, but again, they felt, they always thought about what was wrong with them. They were worrying about never wanting to be alone. But at the root of it, if you asked her, what does she want more than anything else? Her ideal client wanted to feel happy, find happiness outside of a relationship. After that very first call, Kels went on to make that minor switch to her marketing and the way in which she talks about it. And she had two people 
sign up for her sparkle sessions. I think it was within two or three days. So when I say that when you make these, these tweaks, things can happen really, really quickly, it's because your ideal audience probably already follows you. They're like, you have the community already. You just haven't been speaking their language. So they're there, they're listening to you. And this is what will take them from, like we talked about last week, from solution aware to you as the solution. Okay, next tip that we have for the secrets to selling out is feelings versus experience, okay? And so our feelings here, pretty obvious. These are the emotions that our ideal client is curling, currently feeling, okay? The most common that mistake that I see made with this is that we just simply talk about the emotion and that's it, okay? We don't talk about how this emotion is showing up in your ideal in your ideal client's life. So for example, we speak to them about feeling overwhelmed, stressed, anxious, guilty, burnt out, tired, exhausted, okay? But speaking to the emotion isn't gonna have them showing up in your inbox saying, oh my gosh, yes, that's me. But basically what this does is, yeah, they can read and say, oh yeah, that's me, I feel that way. Tell me something I don't already know. And so the quickest way that we can fix this for you is yes, 100% talk about the feelings, but talk to the experience of these feelings. So what is your ideal client experiencing as a result of these feelings or emotions? Okay, so a couple quick examples for you here. If we are speaking to the emotion of feeling overwhelmed, saying, hey, I know that you wanna start a business, but you're feeling really overwhelmed with it. And you can't keep going in the same pattern over and over again, contemplating if you're going to start a business. So it's frustrating. Versus saying, hey, I get it. You've listened to the podcasts. You've done multiple free challenges and masterclasses, all telling you how to start your business. You have notes and notes on what you need to do. But regardless of all the information, you still feel overwhelmed and don't know where to start to get your business going. And so you don't. Can you see the difference there? She's going, yeah, I do have the pages of it. I listen to podcasts all the time. I've taken masterclasses. Yeah, I have. I maybe even have an Instagram page set up other than my personal one, but I haven't yet posted on it, right? Speak to that, okay? Or if you are in fitness, rather than talking to them about, hey, I know that you're feeling guilty, you're ready to throw in the towel and give up because no matter what you do, you're not losing the weight you want to, okay? Or can you talk to them and say, hey, do you find yourselves getting sick and tired of feeling stuck in the yo-yo of the dieting trend where you gain 10 pounds just to lose 10 pounds, to gain 10 pounds, to lose 10 pounds, and it feels like all the work you're doing is for nothing. Because every time that scale goes up, you feel guilty. And then you automatically start worrying about, oh my gosh, I can't eat this. You start declining invites. You can't even have a sip of wine or enjoy yourself. You start restricting your food, telling yourselves that you need to work out more. And so you do these things. And you start to see the scale go down and you get really freaking pumped up and excited about it. But then 
life starts to pick back up, gets a little bit busy, start to feel overwhelmed and maybe even a little bit exhausted with all these extra workouts you're doing. And so you stop doing the things that you were doing to lose the weight. And as you start to do this, it starts to creep back on slowly, slowly, slowly. You step on the scale to see that the weights come back on and you can't believe that you are back in this space again. And I know that all you want to do is to find something, a routine that allows you to stay consistent without feeling restrictive. Please tell me there, which one of those would you buy? Because I fucking know for sure, for me, it would not have been the first one. Okay? And it's when you can paint a really, really clear picture of how exactly your ideal is ideal client is experiencing this feeling that that is when you start writing content where people show up in your inbox and say, holy shit, I feel like you wrote this post for me. I feel like you're in my head. I kid you not, there's been many times where I've had people show up in my inbox and say, I feel like you took this out of my journal. Or, oh, you definitely called me out in that post. Because I'm speaking to directly how the emotion is showing up for them. And then the last tip that I have is the tangibles versus the benefits, okay? And this is especially, especially important when you are in a launch phase or anytime when you're talking about your program as well too, okay? So when you think about the tangibles, that's basically the stuff that we have in our program, okay? That's what you're going to be delivering or supporting your ideal client through during your time together in whatever capacity that may be. And really, if we're being honest, many of the programs out there today have all of the same, if not some of the same tangibles, okay? Some examples, one-on-one calls, Voxer support, group calls, Facebook, private Facebook group, Slack channel. I don't know if I said Voxer access already. Uh, Meditations, tapping videos, workbooks, video recordings, right? You get the picture. And so the tangibles are never going to be what sets you apart. But the way in which you specifically use the tangibles in your own unique way is what will because there are no other coaches out there that use the modalities the tangibles you do exactly the way that you do you will and that right there that's your magic so some examples for this one if your program has video recordings rather than saying to them that they get X amount of video recordings, 12, 15, 2, 10, don't care what the number is. Versus what if you told them you are going to get step-by-step video recordings for how to set up a dub saddle workflow so you never have to YouTube or Google again. I'm just speaking from experience and trying to set up my own workflow by myself in dub saddle. I would fucking definitely pay for that because we all know dub saddles videos are way too long, they don't get to the point, I would pay money for that, okay? (laughs) If you are somebody who is giving weekly or bi-weekly check-ins to your clients, rather than just saying that, 
yeah, you get weekly video check-ins or weekly phone check-ins, whatever it may be. How about you get weekly check-ins with feedback and modifications to ensure that you are on track to feeling sexy as fuck in your bikini and lingerie on your honeymoon. Okay, hello. Yes, we want that. (laughs) If you are giving them one-to-one call options, again, I don't want people, honestly, people do not care how they get you result, how you get them results. They just want to know the results that you're going to get them. Okay, so with one-to-one calls, what is the foundation upon which these calls are built? What are they walking away with afterwards? So if they're getting six calls, okay, cool. What are you doing on the calls? You'll have six one-to-one calls that are focused on identifying your target audience, nailing your niche, and creating your first offer so you can finally stop talking about your dream business and start taking action on it. That is what is going to get your ideal client to actually take action and know that you are the go-to coach for them, okay? And it's these little tweaks to your content that when you do this consistently is what attracts them to you. And not only that, but when you work your legacy statements into your content, that's also what is going to start to become or allow you to be known as the go-to coach for your legacy statements. That's what sets you apart. How you do it differently than anybody else. And some examples for this, like Gala Darling. We know that she's the tapping tapping queen. Wow, tongue twister for me there. Tiffany Carter from Project Me with Tiffany. We know that she's literally the no fluff, no BS business coach. She calls that right out. She says there's all of this fluff and all this extra information that never tells you what you actually need to hear. And so she doesn't do that. Not only that, but we also know her for one, making up her own words. And my favorite one from her is luxuriating, right? Or the coach that I'm currently with and have been in other containers and who I absolutely adore, Megan Yelaney. And she is known as the pretty awkward business coach. Meaning that she specializes in helping you understand your unique coaching method and showing up unapologetically as exactly who you are. And she makes fucking bank doing it. Actually, all of those three ladies do. Okay? And it's when you find these same standpoints, your uniqueness, that makes not only your content but you, you as a brand stand out because the other thing to remember is that people buy you first, your products and programs, your offerings second. So you really, really, really need to start capitalizing on what makes you unique. And I promise you that there's many things, but I know right now what you're thinking is chess. There's nothing unique about me. I don't do anything differently than anybody else. There's already people doing what I'm going to do. The market's so saturated. How am I ever going to stand out? And I get it. I truly, truly do. Because I felt the exact same way when I started. Actually, for like my first few fucking years. And it was through many years of running my online business through trial and error that I created exactly what I'm talking about here today. My legacy statements. excuse me, and really understanding how to make you and your content stand out 
so that you can attract clients easily because when you can understand your own unique methods, your own unique standpoints, how you actually do do it differently than anybody else, that's what gives you the confidence in yourself, in your programs. It makes talking about it, it makes your content really fucking easy. And it actually makes it so easy that you never actually feel like you're selling because you know that what you have creates a massive impact for your ideal client. If you're like, hey, that's great, but where do I start? This is exactly why I've opened up spots in my three-month one-to-one coaching container where I help support you to do just that, to find your own uniqueness, what makes you you, what makes you stand out, what makes you the go-to expert in your industry over anyone else, So that you never, ever, ever have to question what's special about you, how you do things differently, but you fucking know. And that gives you that confidence to use your messaging to sell out. And this is where you get consistent clients and consistent cash months, month after month in your business, all while using social media. So applications for that are in my bio on Instagram at I am Jess Kwasney, or you can simply just shoot me a message there and ask any questions that you may have, okay? But like I said at the beginning, let's get your content doing lots of that heavy lifting for you. And by heavy lifting, I mean clients showing up in your inbox saying, I need to know what you do because that does get to be your possibility and I want that for you. So again, applications are open. Cannot wait to support you and thank you so much again for tuning in. If you love this episode, always remember, tag me on Instagram, put it on your stories so I can share it to mine. And I just love to hear too, what are some of your biggest takeaways as that helps me continue to create content for you and what it is that you need to hear. But we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Woke and Worthy podcast. I hope that this episode has helped you in gaining more clarity and confidence to start taking massive inspired action in your life and business. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you would take a second to rate and review it. Each review helps us to help more entrepreneurs just like you create a life and business that they are obsessed with. And don't forget to take a screenshot, share it on your Instagram stories and tag me at I am Jess Kwasney. We'll see you back here next week.